you are invited to join the Fueled by Faith membership community. Inside this membership, you will have access to a Telegram text thread where you will find other female leaders that are getting filled by the Holy Spirit daily. You will also have access to our monthly virtual Zoom calls that are all about connection as well as getting the word and being connected to the women that are inside the community as well as the Lord and the Holy Spirit inside this membership. There's also a monthly meetup for those of you that are local to Wilmington, North Carolina. But don't let that hold you back if you are not local to Wilmington, North Carolina. We are looking to grow the Fuel by Faith community within the next couple of years. Let me bring you into the global vision that is starting here with this Fuel by Faith community here in Wilmington, North Carolina. For those of you that are looking for community, that are looking for in-person meetups to meet other faith-based and driven women that are leaders inside your community, we are looking to expand in the next couple of years where you can have access to a Fuel by Faith community right in your backyard with ongoing chapters that continue to add and pop up. This is where we are headed in our vision, and we would love nothing more than to hear back from you if you're not local to Wilmington, North Carolina, if you would be interested in having this in your community, where that's located at, and giving you the blueprint of how we can get that started. If you want to join the membership or you're looking for more information on how to bring Fuel by Faith closer to you, just send us an email at info at sheassistyou.com or find us on Facebook inside our community and send us a message at the Fuel by Faith community page. Welcome to the Fuel by Faith podcast. I'm your host, Emily Vermeer. As a wife, mom, and business owner, I found myself stressed, anxious, bitter, and overwhelmed the majority of the time. Constantly taking care of everyone else, getting to my agenda, you know, the basics, food, water, working out, devotion, and quiet time. If I had the time, which either rarely happened or was just a check off the list, it was when I was searching for a community of women that I could invest in and get support from. God spoke through a friend of mine that this is something that I would create. So here we are, the Fuel by Faith podcast, giving female leaders like yourself a fill-up so you can be encouraged, equipped, and empowered daily by plugging into the Lord and allowing Him to overflow in your life so then you can overflow into others, ultimately moving the needle forward for the kingdom of God. God. So sister, let's dive in. Hello, Fueled by Faith sisters, and welcome to another episode of Fueled by Faith. I am your host, Emily Vermeer, and we have another But God story for you today in this But God series. And I'm so excited to have another guest on today. We have Katie Davidson here with us. Katie, thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, it is a pleasure and a joy. Thank you for having me. Of course. So Katie wrote in, you guys, like you can do, you can um, put your story, let us know that you want 
to be on the show. And she wrote in and told me her one of her but God stories, because we all have many, right? And she's actually local to me here in Wilmington, close to Wilmington, North Carolina. She is a mom. She just had another little one. So she's got two littles. And she also, right? Two littles? Two littles. Okay. Exactly right. Yeah. Two littles. And she's also a Christian writer. And so I just, I love how the Lord works in ways like this. So, because your story may hit someone so like to their heartstring. And so I'm just so excited for you to be here and for you to share it. So I'm going to give you the floor, Katie, and just let you go ahead and share your But God story with us. Oh, you're kind. Thank you for. A, just having this platform to encourage uh, women, because I know, you know, sometimes we can all feel alone and hearing other people's stories um, can bring unity and just encouragement in ways we don't expect. So thank you again for having yes. me on. Um, man, like, like you said, there are hundreds of bug stories, but I think one of the most surprising um Surprising blessings um, actually happened about five years ago to the month. Um, I had a random lump in my throat. I was um, t- actually taking pictures with my husband and looked back and was like, I didn't know I had an Adam's apple. I was like, what is this? And um, turns out we went to a few specialists and it ended up being a cancer called non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And um, I was 24. Four at the time, um, super healthy, loved to run, loved to eat all the green thing, you know, just like not expecting a major health crisis. Um, turns out it was spread throughout my body. I was Dude. stage three and um, had to start immediate chemo. So did chemo for about um, six to eight months and then immunotherapy for another um, six months. and. I I was shook, right? Um, yeah. Nobody expects as a young adult to um, be sitting in a hospital room full of people in their 70s and 80s and you being the one young person. <laughs> I just remember right. looking around and, you know, feeling alone, feeling like, um, God, why'd you design my body like this? Why'd you allow this to happen? Why uh, Why me? Why my new family? I just got married a year prior. Um, why did you have to drag my husband into this? All the questions, you know, yeah. why God? Why me? Um, I don't compare, but I know I felt a lot like Job in the Bible, right? Like, God, yeah. where are you? <laughs> um, yeah. And I, I knew God was there. I just was mad, right? Didn't want the <laughs> didn't want the circumstances. And so um I just remember so many little tiny blessings that happened throughout that that really challenged me to trust God in A the unknown, but B the um the tragic or the unexpected. Um so I'll tell I'll tell a little story here. Um so <laughs> I am not type A at all. I'm very type B. <laughs> and it, I am always trying to um, uh, A, give myself grace, but B, make up for my type B sometimes. Uh, but 
I uh, went in to get a tattoo with some good friends and I had had it planned out. And last minute I decided to um, to change it. <laughs> and um, I decided on um, James 1, 2 and 3, um, consider it for joy, brothers and sisters, when you face trials of many kind for the testing of your faith and produces endurance. So I decided on that verse. This was way before I knew I had cancer. Uh, um, I, well, I want to say way before, about three months before. So not way before. And um, I got it on my wrist. And it's just, it just says, consider it your joy. And um, it was super spur of the moment. I, my friends would tell you I'm fairly joyous <laughs> on most occasions. So I was like, okay, I want this to be the Lord's joy to be my strength, right? Yeah. So I got that tattoo and I loved it, um, but it didn't just continues with life, you know. Um, my first chemo appointment, um, I am a terrible stick. So my veins are just child veins. They, they're, nurses just can't get in them. And so I got stick about, stuck about six times trying to get the IV for chemo. Um, and the only place they could get me was right beside my tattoo, like right wow. in the middle of considerate pure joy when you face trials wow. and then testing of your faith produces endurance. And I just remember like staring at the chemo entering my veins and all I, I had to read, considerate pure joy. And you just one of those moments where I was like, look, this is not an accident. This is not, um, this is not a um, mishap. This is not something that just slipped under the Lord's radar. This is sovereignly ordained by him as a gift better than I could have imagined. Um, and so I just remember saying, just remember thinking like, I have to trust you with whatever this life um, brings. And so that's just one of the many um, more stories. I I had just, it was just under the 26th threshold. Um, and so there is hundreds of thousands of dollars of medical expenses that we could have had. But because I was double insured, um, a lot of those were minimal. Um, just a lot of provision that, I never dreamed of being a young adult going through um, through cancer. Um, and now I sit on the other side of that and can look back and trust God in the future with what he has, because I remember how he sovereignly carried me through then. Yeah. Uh, and that doesn't mean there wasn't hard moments. There are plenty <laughs> of moments where I was on the bathroom floor glued to the toilet because of effects. Well, um, but I can't say that the Lord was far at all Yeah, throughout yeah. that time. They usually say that it's in our darkest moments that we draw closer, right? And I feel like those toilet bowl moments sometimes yeah. bring you closer because I'm I am in a job season we can call it that I am in a job season of like why me why this why this and it doesn't go away because I'm sure that when you are in those toilet bowl moments or every time that you went to a doctor's visit not knowing the outcome that a little bit 
came up, right? Of like maybe fear or doubt or something. So what like held you steadfast besides looking down and seeing your tattoo and remembering, but like what held you steadfast to that faith of like, just keep it, just keep the faith um, through it? Yeah. It's a great question. And honestly, in several moments, I to get through on my own strength. I remember days where I would work, I would go to work and wait way earlier than I should have. I should have waited and rested. And I tried by my own strength to go to work because I didn't want to rest, right? I didn't want to sit in the in the mess of um chemo and my feelings and all the things. And so on a lot of days I messed that up, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um but um I was plugged into a incredible church community that um, I remember we had invited people over for dinner one time and the chemo hit sooner than I expected. And I, I threw up all over the place and my church community helped clean it up like as gross as that was, but they were just (laughs) like, they were making jokes and joining alongside and bringing us meals and, inviting us into their home family, this young couple who was struggling, honestly. Um, And so I, a lot of times when um, I doubted or when I wanted to shake my fist at God, it was being steadily involved with people who knew us and love us despite the season we were in. Um, They didn't make us a burden. They just made us feel like family. And um I think that really tethered us to the Lord in that season too. Mm. That's so good. That's so good. And so true on how in seasons we're called to lean on others. And I'm not type B, I'm very much type A. Um, So it's really difficult for me to lean on other people. And I totally get what you mean by your own strength of like having it's all on you. Like thinking, oh, I just got to power through or or if I just do it this time or, you know, I, I've done, I've been on my bed or been in bed for two weeks. I've got to contribute or I've got to do something right. Um, so I totally understand that. Yes. So give everyone an update on like how you are now in the other side of this. Yeah, man. Um Praise the Lord. In this process, I had to do a lot of um, like um, pre just preparation for in case my husband and I could never have kids, um, because that was one of the things we were told going through chemo. Um, And so we did a lot of preparing for that reality. Um, But praise the Lord. um, We have two littles now that we were told would very likely never happen and my body which I thought would fail had failed me was able to carry two kiddos into the world um and so yeah it's I am just thankful every day because what I mean what doctors say isn't always isn't always God's way you know and so I'm able to look at these two littles as um just a symbol of God's providence and love for me, you know? Um, and so I'm, um, 
But I, it's not easy because the cancer that I have is supposed to resurface every five to 10 years um, because it's a blood cancer. And so I'm sitting in the waiting. I'm cancer free, but in, I were at the five year mark. So um, doctors would say anytime in the next five years, things could resurface. And so um, it's, it's a season of, looking for the little blessings and also trying to prepare myself for a trial that may be ahead, you know? And so yeah, I'm doing wonderfully and enjoying this season and also sometimes a little scared about what comes next. But yeah, I would be, um, I would be a superhuman if I wasn't scared. So um, yeah, exactly. It's good. Praise God. It's not my strength to hold me. Exactly. Praise God that he's supernatural and we are not. <laughs> yep. You're exactly yeah. right. Um, I heard a lady, I can't remember who it was. I think she was, oh, she was a prayer warrior. She's in Fueled by Faith. And she was praying over a woman um, who had a medical condition and was given a diagnosis. And she was like, she was like, they may have MD after their name, but my God has G-O-D after his name. And I was like, that is so good. <laughs> so um, it, if someone that's listening is going through a diagnosis right now, or if there is a young person that's going through, let's just call it a Job season, uh, what would be your advice or um, words of wisdom that you would give to this person? Yeah. Um, man, first, um, a God sees you not far. Um, what I love about Job, Job is actually one of my favorite books of the Bible. And it's because I feel like the story of Job just mimics so truly what our experience and suffering is. So there's like 40 something chapters of Job wrestling, right? He's wrestling with his friends, trying to figure out why God, he wants God to be near all the feelings that we feel. Um, and at the end, God meets Job with his presence, right? And that presence is enough. Um, even before God restores Job's health and his family and his wealth, Job is satisfied in God's presence. And so I think what we can learn today is that God is enough. Um, whether we are in the mountaintop moments or in the valley moments, God is enough and his presence is meant is what we are meant for and made for. And so um, I think about 2 Corinthians 12, I think it's 9 through 11, but um, it talks about how um, God's grace is sufficient for us and how in our weakness, we are strong because in our weakness, we are at a better place to see God. When we're at our lowest, the only thing we can do is look up, right? And so yeah, um, we are in, we are positioned in a place to experience God maybe like we never have in our life. And so um, lean on Christ's strength when you feel weak because he he's enough for us. So good. And it's such a simple reminder. I know when I go through my seasons, I'm like, gosh, do I complicate everything? Do we complicate things so much? Thousand percent. so simple. He's so simple. And if we can just remind ourselves of that, um, so thank you for that reminder and thank you for your story and sharing it with us today um, and just being the light that you are. And we're going to pray for you. I'm going to pray for you. And I know we will and fuel by faith 
for your um, resiliency and continued health because God's not done with you. And just because the doctor says that this is typical, he's not a typical God. And so I pray for reports of years and years and years of of doctors being like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening. And you can be like, because the blood of Christ is living inside of me. Amen. Yeah. And that is that testimony. And so that's what I'm praying for. Um, and what I will, I'm going to write that in my prayer journal right after we talk <laughs> up here. <laughs> but I believe that for you. And, um, and I just thank you for you just sharing your story. Um, because I know other people are going to need to hear it. So thank you for being here today. You're so kind and thank you. Yeah, all the prayers, all the prayers we can get over here. Yes, absolutely. Well, awesome. Well, Katie, thanks for being on today. Um, You guys, thanks for listening and we'll catch up next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Fuel by Faith podcast. We would love it if you could go and leave us a five-star review and how this podcast is impacting you. This will help us move the needle forward to get this podcast out to more and more communities, more and more women that need to be fueled by faith.